Hey, how you doing? This is Tony. Welcome to Finding Subjects. How's everything going? Hopefully everything is going fantastic in your life. Everything's going well here, one day at a time, right, during these uh, crazy times. I want to talk about something today. Um, I want to talk about passion. I want to talk about something that I want us all to get in touch with, the passion that we have for something in life. Now, I don't know about you. If I had to sit here and be honest with you and say, okay, dude, well, like, what do you have passion for? What is it that ignites your flame within? Well, I could say uh, family. I could say uh, uh, the concern for others. And you might be saying, dude, that's so corny. You know, like, that's not what I'm talking about. I am talking about that. I am talking about what it is inside of you that just really generates that zeal, that, uh, that ignited flame, if you know what I'm talking about. Could be also with me, music. It could be photography. Probably most importantly, it is what I'm doing right now, talking to you. Communication. Just having a, a dialogue, an open dialogue, a conversation with someone in the hopes that we get something out of this, both of us. Not only you uh, on the other side listening, but me as well talking. I listen to my own words. Even in editing, I'll listen to it all over again and then try to, uh, you know, often teach myself a life lesson about appreciation of something and being mindful of something. But passion, the reason why I'm talking about passion is also, uh, I just want to bring this up real quick. I'm not going to make it a sad thing. The death of Eddie Van Halen. To me, when I see someone like that, a musician, and you see the videos of him on stage and playing his guitar, first of all, the guy was a virtuoso, right? He was a maestro. He wasn't your average musician. He was above and beyond. Uh, at a young age, he took classical lessons. You could hear that within his music. It just flowed from him. Natural talent, absolutely. Practice time, absolutely. But it all came together with him and that new sound that he had and the whole band had. And with that, you could hear the passion in everything that he played. Now there's that book, Outliers. I don't know if anyone out there has ever read it, but it's very interesting. It talks about the difference between people that are, say, professional or extremely proficient or experts at something that they do. And there's this 10,000-hour uh, mark where if you put in 10,000 hours, then you're going to achieve that level, which is an incredible level to achieve. Eddie Van Halen, he's got to be a 20,000-hour person. He's just that incredible on guitar. So, yeah, it was hard to hear... His loss, and it's it's interesting when we talk about these rock stars, and I remember, not to date myself or anything, but 1978, my buddy had a 68, I'm pretty sure it was a 68, maybe 69, uh, Pontiac Firebird, done up perfectly, beautiful, beautiful car, blue, Kregers, you know, shining wheels, just a nice rumble to it, really done well. So we all piled into this guy's car, and he slides this 8-track into the player, and anybody familiar with 8-tracks back in the day, you got, and even with a cassette, you get that slight hiss, like, just before the song plays. You know, we had the, the needle on the LP. So uh, my buddy puts this 8-track in. We hear that slight hiss. And then suddenly you hear this, this sound that sounded like a car horn that was like, Not to get all weird on you, but holy crap. I was sitting there, and this guy's stereo was fantastic. And sensory overload, man. That the, the firebirds rumbling. This incredible new music that I've never heard before is coming out of the speakers. And I'm like, what is this, man? But like, I couldn't even say 
what is this? No one would have heard me. It was so loud, crisp and clear, zero distortion. Guy had incredible stereo system. And here it was, Running With The Devil by Van Halen. Now, I never heard of Van Halen before this. This was the very first song I heard. This album, I believe, came out in 78. And I was just blown away. I'm like, this new sound, this... And first of all, for me, when I talk about music, when I listen to music, if I go back in time and, and, and look at the bands that I'm really excited about, um, it was the recording quality first and foremost. If I heard, like, nothing, no knock against Aerosmith. I love Aerosmith. But, like, the uh, Get Your Wings, if you listen to that album, you, you know, you'll hear it's not, like, perfectly... Chris, maybe that's just me. I don't know. Maybe it's uh, the copy that I have. Very possible. But with, like, say, like, The Police, the bass was just crisp and clear. Of course, Toys in the Attic, much better. I'm not criticizing. They're fantastic. One of my favorite bands, actually. But when I heard this Van Halen, it just, everything about it was like a big, huge fluorescent yes. And I couldn't wait to hear more. And that was the first time we ever uh, got to hear Eddie Van Halen, incredible guitars. So from that point, it's interesting, like I said about these rock stars, there's a timestamp on that for me in my head, and it never goes away. Meanwhile, in real life, life happens. Like we're all getting older. These are people. These are people with lives, with families, health concerns and such. But in our heads, that's ah, Eddie Van Halen. You know, they're, they're, they're legendary. They are immortal, all of them. Chris Cornell, another one of my huge favorites. It happens, man. I mean, these people live lives and, and they pass away. Nothing is forever, especially uh, us human beings. So to see uh, a picture of him, I'm like, holy crap, the dude's 65. How'd that happen? In our heads, it's like Eddie Van Halen. Oh, yeah, he's eternally, you know, 25 or whatever, 20. Just shocking to hear. My condolence, first and foremost, to uh, all of his fans out there, to you if you're, you're hurting about that, and to his family, obviously. What a remarkable guitarist and musician. But it just got me thinking about watching him play. Somebody posted a, a video of him playing Eruption, and, you know, yesterday I just drove around. I had a few things to do, and I just, you know, kicked in the uh, Spotify, man, uh, Van Halen playlist out there, and just listened to uh, just incredible playlist of people put together, and all of my favorite songs. So with that, and seeing the video on Facebook someone had posted, I'm like, man, look at the passion behind this dude. Look at the passion for him doing what he's doing and loving it. And then I said to myself, when's the very last time that he got on stage and played? And, and I said this before in prior podcasts. For me, like I didn't know when my last hockey game would be. Whatever we do in life, we don't know if it's going to be the last time. And I'm just wondering, I, I, I was just thinking, you know, he suffered with uh, his, his health elements for a long time, um, years, and it was a struggle for him. And, and, you know, you're out of the spotlight. You really, we don't hear this, but these are human beings with, with feelings and families, and they suffer just like we do. It was an eye-opening thing. I feel really bad for, again, the family and everything, but we have him, right? We can just, at any time, just throw on, whether it's a file, an MP3 file, or you know, a cassette, an A-track, an album, and listen to him anytime we want. And what a blessing that is. What a miracle through modern technology, I kind of thing. And in a way, it's kind of like what I'm doing here. You know, these are for my kids for years down the road when they don't have me. If I'm not around, they have this opportunity to tune in and listen to Dad. And I just thought that's really cool. And I think that's one of the uh, things that always drawn me to recording and, and this whole process back from even being a little kid, having a cassette, and just taping stupid stuff like, you know, I told the story before about me having my dad say, open up, open the door. 
And, and then I taped it, and then, you know, because my sisters were always in the bathroom, hogging up the bathroom. So I'd knock on the door, and then I played his cassette, my, my cassette, right, with my dad's voice in there. Open up the door. I got to get in there. You know, and it's the same voice every time, and it's not like no one knew about it, but it was funny. You know, and sometimes they open the door, and most of the time they ignored me. That's how it is. You have sisters, and they need to be in the bathroom for, I don't know, three hours, something like that. So anyway, uh, Eddie Van Halen, God rest his soul, rest in peace, bless his family. Thank you, dude. For everything that you've given us, thank you for uh, expanding our minds to a a classical style music, rock and roll, cornucopia sound of amazingness. If any of that makes sense, I can't even describe the guy. Right, uh, just a, an awesome guitar player, and we are blessed to, to ha- we're blessed to, to have these people in our time frame. The ability to listen to their music and and their gift, and they shared their gift, and he was extremely passionate about what he did. So it got me thinking, of course, uh, what is a tone about you? Like, is there anything passionate that you do? Passion to me is this. Passion is sharing um, little stories like this. You know, uh, it means a lot to me to talk to you. It it means a lot to me that in a way I'm hoping and praying that uh, these messages will make it to my kids' ears and my grandkids' ears if if my kids have any kids and uh, down the line or my nieces and nephews and sisters and uh, you know, their families. It's just kind of cool. It's, um, it's something I always admired about recording. So passion-wise, doing this, doing this podcast, uh, communicating with people that might be listening. And again, thank you so much for the time that you spend listening. Story time with Tony. I mean, I appreciate it. It makes me feel good. And hopefully it makes you feel good as well. By me being so open, uh, you know, you kind of like, eh, I get what this guy's talking about. You know, I'm not the only one who thinks this way. So passion, man, to me, Ice hockey, when I had the ability to play it, uh, running, loved running. Running to me, and I didn't really embrace running until my mid-20s, but man, I would just, like the euphoria that you feel when you're doing it, that passion, that feeling within your heart, you're like, yeah, man, you know, like you just feel so good. Biking, bicycling, same way, uh, same feeling for me, but it was music, it was ice hockey, the running, the biking, um, the guitar playing as well. Look back, and we talked about this before, having regrets in life. My regrets, when I stopped playing the guitar, like, a lot, I was half decent. If I would have continued to play at that level my entire life till up to now, I'd be pretty decent. You know, and I, I you know, I, I'm disappointed in myself that I did not continue like that. But maybe the passion wasn't there. Maybe the passion was, and I was just diverted by life itself, working hard. Providing for the family, that kind of stuff. Uh, photography, I'm very passionate about photography. Just like doing it. Is it that I get into the nuts and bolts and the numbers? And of course, no, I really don't. Um, I just do what looks good in my head and tweak the pictures and the settings the way I like things. And it's funny. I I brought my camera in and uh, to a place in Philadelphia, a camera shop and. We got to talking, and the guy's like, oh, you got a website? Yeah, I got a website. So we started looking at my photographs. And he goes, oh, yeah, this is off a bit, and that one's off a bit. And I'm like, I'm looking at him. I'm like, yo, dude, you really don't get it. You might be a professional photographer, but you're not getting the whole point about art. To me, that's exactly how I want the, the photograph, the how I want the picture, not what anybody else says it should be. That's part of art an art form in photography. What makes you 
passionate about it. What do you like about that photograph? What I see, not everybody will see. It's the same way back in the day when you wrote songs. I wrote songs. Not everybody likes my songs, and I don't care. That's okay. But we all have the right to either like it or not. Where I'm getting with this, too, is you know how sometimes we criticize each other for our passions. That's horrible. That's nasty. And nowadays, especially with reviews, which are just opinions, they should be called opinions, not reviews. You could totally trash people. And is that warranted? No. Just because we don't like it doesn't mean we should bury it and crucify it. So today on Facebook, again, I should stay away from Facebook, honestly. Somebody had a problem with somebody doing some concrete work. Don't use this guy. He'll never do this and he'll never do that. He's not honest. That's one altercation between two people that we do not know both sides of the story. It's just crazy today how we just rip each other. And if we start ripping each other for our passions, it could really affect us, ourselves, and who we are and why we do what we do. So with that, those are the things that I'm passionate about. Again, I'm passionate about my kids, my wife, my family. I'm blessed in all that aspect. What is it, my question to you today, what is it that ignites you, fuels your fire? What is your passion? So that's it. What's your passion? What's your passion? What do you do? What is it that you really love to do? And have you given it all you can? Have you embraced your passion? I know people that no, it's everything in their life is about maybe finances and maybe finances is your passion. There's nothing wrong with that. Maybe your passion is buying houses, flipping houses, investing in houses. Outstanding. You have a passion. You found your passion and you're embracing your passion. Not everybody does that. And I think if we do that, it helps with our quality of life. Doing one thing all the time, 110%, that's not enjoyable, that you don't like, it can really weigh on you, especially during these stressful times, these trying times when we have a lot on our minds. And I'm just wondering about you. I'm just wondering if there's something that you could do for yourself that doesn't harm anybody, it doesn't hurt anybody. It's a passion that you once had and that you know you wouldn't mind getting back into. Like I shared with you with the guitar, um, I still do the photography often. It just gets me out of here. I take a light, small walk, and now I'm mindful and my head's locked into finding subjects. I know that sounds corny, but that is true. I go out and find subjects to take a photograph of, and it gets me thinking. So that was it today. Just wondering about your passion, what your passion is, what your passion used to be. Again, share it with me if you want to, what you used to do, what you used to love to do. Um, I know no guys that used to go to the racetrack. They had cars they built and would go down every Sunday, uh, Cecil County, uh, Maple Grove, uh, over in Jersey, and that's this tri-state area here in the Philadelphia area, the racetracks. People who boat, people who sail, people who runs, people who still bike, people who still play guitar. But whatever you do, embrace that passion. Embrace it because there is no guarantee that there is going to be tomorrow. And I don't mean that in the doom and gloom way. Just don't take tomorrow for granted is what I'm trying to say to you. It's not set in concrete. We're all going to be here. So what you do, do it with passion. Do it with love and energy behind it and do it the best you can do. I think we owe that to ourselves. 
Uh, it's funny. There's a couple of people that I follow on, on different podcasts. I listen to their podcast, and the one guy's like, you know, they're all motivational type of guys, right? I wonder, do they need do they need any motivation? Yeah, I think the listeners give them motivation to keep on going and keep on doing what they do. Because if not, they're letting down uh, the listener in a way by preaching and not practicing what they preach. So, yeah, we're talking about passion today. What's your passion? Passion. Isn't that a song? <laughs> anyway, hey, listen, thank you very much for listening. Find your passion. Find something that you used to do, whatever it is. I know people who needlepoint, do crossword puzzles, sing, uh, do podcasts, do whatever they need to do j- just to kind of like feel good about themselves. Uh, do something that they love. Do something that you love. As long as it's not hurting you or hurting anybody else, uh, look into that. Hey, thank you so much for being here. Thank you extremely much. I'm down, down on my hands and knees bowing to you right now. Thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. Uh, if you like the show, please share it with other people. If you don't, please uh, be kind to me. Please be kind. Anyway, have a great day. Check us out on Facebook. Uh, check us out on Finding Subjects at Instagram. Finding Subjects on Twit, the Twitter. Um, that's about it. And then you can listen here. Thank you very much for your time. Have a great, fantastic day. Find your passion. Do whatever it is that you love to do with wholehearted energy. Embrace yourself. Embrace the passion. Have a great day. See you.